Hi everyone, this is Zarina at Heal and Learn. I have the pleasure to welcome Melissa Kirk again. We had her last week with a more business topic. Uh, we talked about business uh, consultations with human design. Uh, we talked about purpose and how people can find their purpose with the help of human design. But today we're going to explore her other skills and abilities and she has a lot. Um, apart from human design, she's a pro at uh, scientific finger hand hand analysis so what, what is it called again scientific hand analysis so tell us a bit more about this uh, analysis melissa okay so um in back in the 80s um a gentleman received a download you know back in the in like 1987 1988 there was a lot of information out in the in the atmosphere that was dropping information to us and a lot of people a lot of different um, systems were developed at that point. One of them was human design. And one of the other ones that I've studied is scientific hand analysis. And so what that is, is it takes into account your hands are connected to your brain. So it tells the fingerprint patterns has been proven by science that it doesn't change. So those are your life purpose, your life lessons, and your life school, and those don't change. They're here you're, as your soul's formula for what it's here to do on this in this lifetime. So, I, I, I'm funny because I've actually heard that uh, when you um, when you change your mindset uh, through practice, the fingerprints change as well. Or is that not not your experience? No, the fingerprints never change. So, like if you look at forensic science, they don't change. But what will change, the shape of your hand can slightly change. The lines in your hand can change. So you can learn how to overcome um, challenges and things like that. But just the awareness of it helps you to overcome a lot of it. But it will always be there in the background waiting for you to, you know, to spring back on you. It's yours for life. So it's similar to, you know, your astrology or your human design where you have a natal chart. And then as you progress through life, you know, different challenges come in. We have different conditioning or situations in life um, that may change us, but our natural way of existing remains the same, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so what is the benefits or the few major benefits of having such a reading? What can you discover? So about just, yourself. Yeah, so I'll just give an example of my own. When I was nearly, I just um, had ended a 20-year relationship and was getting a divorce, and I was trying to reinvent myself. I have a business degree and psychology degree, and I had worked in the corporate world, but I didn't want to do that anymore. I had not worked for 10 years, home with my kids, and my life was just in a different direction. So I was doing a lot of healing work and had a massage business. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, no matter how successful I was or how happy my clients were, there was a lack of fulfillment on my end. And I was, I was really searching for answers, like, what am I here to do? And so when I went and had my hands read, I was told that I'm here for one to many and to be in front of an audience and deliver a message that's easy to understand, taking complicated information and translating it so that it's easy. Um, and here I was in a dark room all day with one person and I'm not supposed to talk. 
So it really opened my eyes to, well, why wasn't this fulfilling to be, you know, a massage therapist and doing this healing work for my clients. But at the end of the day, I needed more. So when I started looking at all of my different charts, it was in alignment with what my other charts said too. So I started looking at teaching opportunities and speaking. I started taking speaking classes because the one thing in my hands is that I'm supposed to be in front of an audience. And the thing that holds me back is the paralyzing fear of rejection. So I don't know about you, but if you think everyone's going to reject you and you have in your mind, you know, this head trash about how awful you are, you're not going to stand up in front of a, a audience and, you know, bring that on to yourself. Right. So I went through a lot of personal work. I did a lot of mindset stuff to overcome it. And, you know, whenever I look back in my life, when things were a struggle, it is always about me being afraid of rejection. So mm -hmm. that's kind of how it worked. That's an example for mine. So I was going to tell you a little bit about what your fingerprints were. And I'm excited. I just want to read what you have uh, on your website, which is melissakirk.com, uh, specifically about the scientific hand analysis. You have three questions here, and I'm going to read them because it basically summarizes what you just said about um, what the, this method can do for you. Have you ever wondered what impact you're here to make in the world? Do you want to know your life purpose? What holds you back? What repeating pattern is your blind spot? Yeah. So I'm, I'm here to discover this about myself. <laughs> I, I, had, uh, I had to buy um, uh, kids colors today and color my hands so I can send you, so I can leave my prints and take a photo and send them to you. <laughs> so I was all colored in orange and then in blue. I'm very curious now <laughs> what you've discovered. Okay, so let's start with your spiritual foundation. Your spiritual foundation includes two pieces. It's your life school. And one is the school of peace, and the other one is the school of service. So briefly, what that means is in the school of peace, it's about being safe in the world. It's about learning how to manage and control your breath so that you're not always in fight or flight. And it is about, um, you know, it, it's a personal journey of your safety of being on this planet. So that's like a short summary of it. The school of service is about like what you're here to do for others and how um, it's the most complicated fingerprint pattern. So it takes the most amount of work to be at this level. And the thing about people in the school of service is that they have to balance between being in service and then there's the, the ends of the spectrum of being in servitude or self-indulgence, right? So if you're out of alignment with, in, with being in service, then you might be just over-serving. Anyone that asks you to do something, you know, they may ask you to do some little thing and then it turns into five more things and you just keep doing it. And, and at the end of it, you feel, you know, taken advantage of, you've over-served them. It's not what you agreed to. They can be very, you can end up being resentful or you can go the other way where you're just self-indulgent and you're not really you know, your, your cup isn't full, so you don't want to help anybody. And so you're just living life, serving yourself. So either one of them, you know, in your school, it's about the balance of it. And it's about learning how to fill your own cup first, 
and then serving from the saucer. So if you think about if you have a cup and saucer and you fill up the cup, whatever overflows into the saucer is where you serve from. So you don't serve from depletion. You serve from being full yourself. And that's when you make the biggest impact. Sounds good. Does that resonate with you? Yeah, it resonates. Mm -hmm. um, and then your life lesson is um, well, it's it's kind of about wait a second, is this a, do I need a is this a spoiler spoiler alert? Like if you tell me what my life lesson is, then they're gonna give me a new one or not. <laughs> yeah, you will you will I'm be just able to you. okay you will mm -hmm. be able to so what it will do is help you to recognize when it's happening and when um giving you that awareness then you can make a conscious choice to do something different right okay. so yours yours is the fear of failure excuse and me so the fear of failure okay. Mm -hmm. okay so like a lot of times people won't start or initiate doing things in life because they're already decided they're not going to be successful. It's this fear of, you know, not owning your gifts and not being able to get out of your own way in order to shine and not knowing what you're, what you're good at. Just, you know, the, the goal for the fear of failure is being successful, experiencing worldly success. And um, you know, getting paid for what you do too. So a lot of times people don't have the requirement for being paid in order to satisfy their purpose. And so for you to overcome your fear of failure, it would be really good for you to start dealing with um, where you are successful, what you really bring to the table and own it with confidence. So that's how you work on. But if you can't do that, you can't ever step into what you're here to do. You can't make the impact that you're you're supposed to make because you get bogged down in this repeating pattern of always being in this self-defeating place. Mm -hmm. I, th I think I, I reached this uh, crucial point about five years ago when I decided to start my own business. And it was, um, I was faced with such challenges to take a risk after risk after risk. So I think I'm walking this path still, but um, but the moment of choice was, I, I think, or the first realized moment of choice, uh, conscious moment I have passed, I believe. I mean, of course, it's a lifelong process. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing about when I'm talking about these things, you will have moments of overcoming it and step into it. And then something can trigger it, though, to send you right back there. And so mm -hmm. that's why recognizing your pattern really helps for your it's your life blueprint or your life formula for how you get back to where you you know because for some people like for me if i start if one person like puts me down then i retract to everything right mm -hmm. that's because that's my pattern so for you it's like if you have one thing that one business that doesn't work or one client that it you know something they're not happy with you and you feel like you failed. And it's like, it brings you all the way back to like where you have to rebuild it. And so that's what you wanna be able to recognize because you are here as a healer, an innovative healer in the spotlight. 
So what that means is you're here to find creative ways of healing, healing people and it being out in front. I mean, that's why you're on YouTube. That's why you have your podcast because you're here for this stage. You're here to be seen. And you have a very creative and innovative way of doing it and no one else does. And see, like your podcast is very in alignment. All the stuff that you're doing online is what? It's, it's to help people. It's to create healing for them. It's to make their life better. I mean, so that's why it's so fulfilling to you to do that. But as mm -hmm. soon as you feel like it's not working or you're going to be, you're going to, you failed at this, you know, it will retract you right back to starting over again. And so that's the pattern to be aware of. But that's why, I mean, how do you feel when you think about your audience and the people that have been impacted by what you're doing? How does that make you feel? Awesome. I love them. I get such great feedback. I'm even surprised sometimes. <laughs> well, the purpose is what's easy for you, right? It's what you're designed to do. It doesn't take, and it's what you should get paid the most for. And that's mm -hmm. one of the things that people struggle with is like, well, how do I charge for this when it's so easy or it's so natural for me? And it's like, that's what you charge the most for. What is, what's your genius? What, what is, you know, you're born to do, that's what you charge the most for, because it's what you do with the, with the most impact provides the best results for other people and is satisfying to you. Mm -hmm. So. Sounds really good. Sounds yeah, good. it's really fun when you start to see how somebody can shift through the struggle that they've had in the past and figure out a new way of approaching it and, you know, making a difference in their life. It's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what would you say is more effective, human design or the scientific handprint analysis? You know, I, I think that they go well together. The three, the three pieces that really impacted me the most was my astrology, which I do astrology readings, the human design and the hand analysis. So the hand analysis really got me aware that the, the, the point of dissatisfaction in a successful business of doing the massage, because it was only one-to-one. -one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it really made me understand that. And it also made, helped me to understand from a personal work standpoint of what I needed to work on to overcome the fear of rejection, right? And learning about, I had to really do, figure out how to love myself and how to recognize, like get rid of all the head trash. That really helped me with that. And I also, one of the pieces in my hands is a lot about boundaries. And so recognizing how I don't have good, I didn't have good boundaries with people. I would let them walk all over me. And how once I started to understand that, my interaction with people was different. So I then with the human design, now I'm supposed to be on my hands. I'm supposed to be in front of one to many and a stay on the stage, being in front of the masses with a verbal message. Well, my throat is very act, is activated in my human design chart. And it taught me a lot of different things, how people perceive me, what my role is um, to the public and what people are attracted to me for because one thing with the human design is it you become very aware at how your charts interact with others and when your charts interact with others they have a sense of what they're coming to you for even it's, it's unconscious though but mm -hmm. i knew that um i have a very high energy that i have a 
a profile that is here um, for helping other people and to see the vision and the higher perspective of things. And, you know, I end up being like the CEO for my clients. If they are a small company and they don't have an actual CEO, I'm really good at helping them get the vision and mapping out things so that they can go about their process. And so a lot of that was came through the knowledge of my human design. Also the areas of life that I'm here to serve. You know, I'm, I'm very tribal and about my community. I'm making sure that everyone is brought forward and no one's left behind, but from a place of education and also providing the resources and knowing how to distribute them. So that part's from my human design. And then in my astrology, one of the biggest things that helped me in my astrology was that the way the sun is positioned in my chart, I, I'm really a late bloomer. So I, I've gotten very frustrated over the years that, well, why didn't I know this in my 20s? Why can I ever figure, why do I have to wait so long to start experiencing, you know, what I'm here for? Well, that's in my, it's in my chart. And so it kind of gave me some permission to not be so mad at myself because it was very frustrating that it took so long. The other thing is, is that in the area of, um, of business in my chart, Mercury's in there and Mercury's about communication. Mercury's about, you know, translation and information and speaking. So it was congruent with my other charts and really gave me a complete formula when I put them all together. So, I see. Yeah, just uh, wondering, I'm, I'm listening very carefully to what you're saying, and I, I perfectly understand you because I've also been through this uh, road of discovering myself through external purposes, like I've, I've had astrology readings, human design readings, whatnot, you know, anything you can imagine. I mean, this is what usually people do to discover themselves in the first right. place. But at the same time, you're always internally checking with yourself is this really something that I am, that I want to do? And what I've discovered is that until you sit down and write down and think yourself about what you really want, what is valuable to you, what skills you have, what you want to contribute, nothing that people externally tell you actually sticks. So for me, the, I'd say the biggest breakthrough was when I sat down and I started writing. What am I good at? What, I, what do I want to do? How do I want to contribute? And this was for me personally more valuable than any external reading. And only then I could match, oh, actually, you know, I've been told by this person or that person. But it's only through self-discovery that I took the leap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know if it was like this for you or... Well, I think that, you know, it really depends on where you are in your journey. And I was mm -hmm. in a lot of pain. Like I, I was needing a shift and I was trying to figure out why I had gotten myself to where I was. So I think that that's one big important piece. But also in human design, it teaches you how you are designed to make decisions. And everybody is designed with an internal mechanism, something that they, you know, it isn't about, and I tell this to my clients when I say, well, you're really designed for this. It doesn't mean that you have to change careers, right? If, you, if you've been trained in a certain way for years, it doesn't mean you have to abort and go try something, you know, get a whole new set of certifications. But it can change the way you deliver it or the type of people you deliver it to or the role that you take in your company. Because oftentimes our role in the company is, not, is taking us out of our genius most of the time. 
you know, mm-hmm. where we want to be teaching and growing and we're spending all of our time marketing or all mm-hmm. of our time creating content. But I always tell my clients, you know, don't listen to what I tell you. Listen to your strategy, listen to your authority and your decision-making process to whether or not it resonates. This is just a blueprint of a path that you were designed to take, but it can go a million different directions. And that's up to where you come in and your interests and your desires and your love and all of that and training comes in. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Did you notice anything else? Anything Anything? cool interesting in my <laughs> fingerprints <laughs> well the the fingerprint patterns is what we were talking about um but i'm looking at the shape of your hand and it's kind of fiery you have like if you if you hold your hand up like this and it's kind of a flame so put your when you tuck in like that it, yeah you have a um in the picture that you have that you sent me it's very curved and fiery. So that just tells me that, you know, you're a very passionate person and you, um, whatever you are behind, you're like behind it hundred percent. And your heart line is a big heart, heart line. And so you're here to, you're very generous and loving. And, you know, again, it goes back to connecting with the place of service that you want to, um, make sure everyone's taken care of and you're fine with, you know, kind of your needs being taken care of after everyone's taken care of. And you have this just, um, this sweet disposition and, you know, you can feel it just even, I haven't met you in person, but I can feel your energy, how it's just, it's kind of a tender energy, but with uh, some fire and passion, if that makes sense. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, uh, now I'm going to get all these um, flirters on the channel. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and sometimes it's a little tough to be seen, right? <laughs> there's something about you and you know, and that you should own it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Anything else that you want to add, Melissa, for today? Um. Just that, you know, thank you for the opportunity to talk to you and, you know, explain how it works. It's a lot easier to, to do that when you have a live subject that um, is interested and doesn't know about it. And I don't know anything really about you either. So, you know, it's, I have, one of my brothers has a very distinct personality. And when I did a reading for him, everyone just said like, well, whatever, you already know him, right? So yeah it's fun to do that with someone that, you know, I don't, I don't know any of these things about you. That's just an interpretation of what's in the hand and it, and just how accurate it is. You're spot on. I can attest to that. Yeah. yeah. So that is what I love is just, you know, helping people break through. If they, if you just get one piece of information, it can totally catapult you to another place. So um, I hope your listeners enjoyed it. And (laughs) Um, you know, it's always fun for me. This puts me in my purpose to be able to see somebody and reflect back to them, their highest self and their, you know, the positive things and helping them how to maneuver through the challenges that we all have. So thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much, Melissa. 
So people can find you on melissakirk.com. I'm going to put the link below again, you know, for consultations on purpose, human design, scientific hand analysis. What else? Astrology readings. Yeah. 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 And how to align all those things with your life and your business so that mm -hmm. you can create the success you're here to have. Awesome. And I'm just going to make a sweet, uh, sweet, quick announcement at the end. If you haven't seen yet that we are um, organizing a summer retreat in Bulgaria this summer in August, uh, please head to learning-hikes.com. Uh, we have an amazing program with Krasia Tasio and uh, Lada from astrolada.com. So do check this out. You won't regret it. This will be the highlight of the year. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening and watching. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you.